Welcome back to Hour 2. Uh, we're going to talk about Pittsburgh Steelers real quick. Pittsburgh re-signs Juju. They lose some pieces with Bud Dupree leaving. Um, like Mike Hilton gone. That's I think that's a bigger miss than Bud Dupree. They, they know what they can do without him. They played all year without him. Uh, maybe not all year, but most of the year. Alfonso Highsmith stepped up, played pretty good ball with him. They were still one of the top defenses without Bud Dupree, but Mike Hilton is a damn good slot corner, one of the better ones in the league. Mm-hmm. Losing him, now they're trying to trade Steven Nelson, and Joe Hayden's only getting older. So that that cornerback room is looking iffy, and it's not like they could go out and get a big-name corner because they're strapped on the cap. So I would, Big time, yeah. And the Steelers, and that's why one of the – Juju was a big get for them because they were strapped cap-wise, and there were teams that kind of wanted Juju – and Pittsburgh was still eat, still able to reel them in. I mean, they got a discount. They got a hometown discount. Yeah, you don't. It, that's discount. rare in this day and age of free agency. Well, and I will tell you one thing: what Tomlin does really well is he is able to go get pieces that he needs in the draft or free agency or anything. He does a really good job of molding what his identity is. Which offensively, it's kind of been wishy-washy. Yeah. One, one year you might throw five thousand yards next year you might have a guy two bell cow running back so right but his defense is always one of the top defenses oh, yeah. in the league they they have that that pride that that grit that he likes as identify as a coach and i think that his defense plays to that same uh, identity that that same mantra so yeah and they, i mean them that we we say that their their running back room is probably it seems pretty weak but now, you th- Benny Snell, though, when called on to be the guy, has been solid. Yep. It's been pretty solid. So maybe that running back room's not as weak as you think because they have a Anthony McFarlane who they drafted two years ago. So they still have some solid pieces there that, that could, you know, take over for Connor, who honestly played what? Maybe five, six games a year lately? Yeah, he's not been. Yeah, he can't so, be able to stay healthy. I mean, obviously, I, I still think they'll draft a running back, but they're not as hurting at running back as you would think, in my opinion. Yeah, any other additional thoughts I mean, on that? With Pouncey retiring, you know, that hurts. Yeah, hurts you're right. Hurts a lot up in the interior. So. Villanueva's Villanueva's a, a free agent, so, I mean, they, That's, they may get him back, who knows. But That would be hard for them, though, because they're, they're cap strapped, so... I mean, that might be a guy the Raiders go after, right? It's possible. I mean, you if know? you're looking at a right tackle and you're yeah, wanting to swing I mean, guy to the right played, guard, that would be an idea. He ideal played spot. left tackle primarily at the Steelers, but he could. I don't know if he's a guy who can flop. Usually yeah. you don't want to flop a guy like that, but it wouldn't be a bad pickup for the Raiders. But I don't know. It, the, I mean, the, the Steelers, Chiefs would have an option to pick yeah, him up. They need a good the left Chiefs tackle. need a good tackle. Especially when if you're going to offer, yeah. you know, if you're if you're in the hunt to go get Juju, which the reports are you offered eight, and then instead of a three, eleven mil, you might be able to get him at eight nine million dollars. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and that's that's a great find as far as him being a, a two time Pro Bowl tackle in the league. He's still got some game left in him. I know he's getting older, but he's still lo- he's more and more dominant figures as far as the offensive lineman in the league because he oh, can yeah. move I, some I, guys. I, I he's, would think good. the Chiefs would be very interested. They were very interested in getting a Trent Williams. They just weren't going to pay that 
21 point, you got to remember, point oh one now. Mm-hmm. He had to get oh, that point oh one because yeah. he wanted to be the number one highest paid online. That is like the craziest <laughs> shit in the world. I make 23 million and 10 grand. Why? Because Bakhtiar makes 23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. And it just, I mean, fuck, kudos to him. He's 32 years old and be 32 this time long in the in the NFL and finally get that big ass payday. I mean, hats off to him. I mean, yeah. Then he earned it. He yeah. Been a, a he's a fucking baller, man. Yeah. Dude, he's yeah. He kills people. He's <laughs> incredible. He, he's one of those guys that can get your offensive line unit in one and and be able to get everybody in the same sequence by his just his leadership. So and you. Definitely need that going forward if you're going to make any moves of improving oh, yeah. that offensive line that the Chiefs showed they need to upgrade. Oh, yeah. Well, the Niners. I mean, Niners did damn good. Fuck, being able – I mean, they, they wanted Williams, and they did whatever – they got him. And now they got Alex Mack at center. Yeah, which was a solid pick. So another good pickup for them. The Niners did a little bit of work on that offensive line. And, I mean, there's some solid moves I out there. I think Mack is comfortable with what – Shanahan, he's played under Shanahan yeah. when they were in Atlanta. So I think he's comfortable in the the philosophy and what they want him to be as the center, as the this, the captain, basically of that offensive line, making sure everybody is in technique right, you know, in sequence, one, two, three, one, two, three, almost like a ballerina act per se, but that's offensive line. That's kind of what it is. You, you're going to first level, second level, and it's got to be on time for you to get holes for your running back. So... I think Max is a huge pickup for them to get a guy that is a staple hold in the middle of that offensive line to get. They had some injury issues on that on that offensive line in the years past, and I think with a guy like him, even if you do have injuries, he helps the young guys yeah. step in and, and have productivity there. So I, I agree with you. That, that is a huge get. Um, me and Joe were talking. Uh, he made a mistake. Marvin Jones goes to the Jaguars. Jaguars. So. Mm-hmm. With that move, and then they get, uh, say they get either Wilson or they get Lawrence. Is Jacksonville a team you are guys putting up at the front as far as making a move to be at the number one spot since the Texans are taking a big dive off? Or do you see Tennessee staying on top? Do you see the Colts? Like, how do you see that division shaking up this year? I still think it's Indy and Tennessee fighting it out. Uh, them two teams are mm-hmm. neck and neck, though. They're they're right on the yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, they made a lot of solid moves. They got a Rayshon Jenkins, a solid safety from the Chargers. They've made some solid moves. You know, Marvin Jones is a big get for them. They brought back Keelan Cole. Desmond King went to the Jack- Desmond. Uh, yeah. William William Jackson the third went to Jacksonville. You got. Um, they making some. They made they some, made moves. some moves. Uh, I know they made another one. It's just Carlos Hyde went there. Carlos Hyde went there, and they had a solid running back. James Robinson played damn good for an undrafted free agent, thousand yard rusher. I mean, but the unknown is the quarterback position yeah, is where you guys is. are at on that. Yeah. And, but Could I mean, be Gardner Minshew. Um, trying to think who's the back the backup behind him. Is Glennon down there? Mike Glennon just signed with. Uh, Oh, where did he just sign? I just saw. I want to say the Giants or something. Okay. Well, that's not a bad spot yeah. for him. That kind of fits his mold of what he wants to do yeah. as quarterback. He's not going to get much playing time as far as if oh, Daniel no. Jones plays. But I'm glad when he's on the Raiders. What do you think about Chicago? Talking about course, Chicago getting Andy Dalton. Yeah. 
Is, are they ready for the Red Rifle show up there? Are they ready to... I don't know. I, Andy Dalton's played in the cold. Uh, didn't work out with him at at Dallas. I mean, he started playing better towards the end of the year. Oh, he though. did. He played good football since then. As people don't understand, since he's been oh, yeah. dog yeah. shit since he left, him and Martin Jones, oh, yeah, they did. built something there that should have was, was stood. He and, just couldn't ever win in the playoffs. Right, but you got there. Yeah, he got there. And that's a, I he mean, just couldn't do anything there. Imagine, uh, and, I, and I know a lot of Bears fans hate on it. All Andy Dalton, really, and it's really, it's not necessarily a hate on Dalton. It's like, fuck, we got Andy Dalton. It's because they were all in on Russ. They wanted Russ. They wanted Wilson. And of course, you're going to be like, fuck, we got Andy Dalton. Yeah. When you're but why not just resign Russ? Mitch? Just, I don't know. Just honestly. curious, because. He's he, his record in the NFL is I think somebody says twenty seven thirteen, so he's, oh, he's a winning good, he's yeah. a winning quarterback regardless of the defensively led. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's I still, think it's more of a he didn't want to stay there. He was a free agent. Hey man, hey man, you want to come back? And I'm like fuck y'all. Yeah, you wouldn't even want me to start. Yeah, you did the whole Foles and him yeah. debacle and. All of that. He probably wanted out. Man, Andy but why go to assistance. Why go to Buffalo? <laughs> right. Unless in his heart he knows, I'm a backup. Yeah. I'm not starting. Yeah, I agree. That is, I mean, you know you're not going to play with Josh. And maybe he knows something where he's going to, like, take Josh out. Like, Josh yeah, come out of shower and just McDermott break his. or whatever his name is. Just say, uh, oh, you're going to battle with. You're going to compete for with Josh for the starting spot. Yeah, that's no, so he didn't fucking know. say that. So, but like with Mitch, you're all you're basically is going to be like Jameis was for a year and what. But there is no, yeah, there's yeah, nothing there where you're taking like, over. Honestly, uh, there's not no hate on Allen. It's not like Mitch going to sit behind Allen. He's going to learn. Yeah, that just sounds so bad. You're like, oh, well, you can really learn from Allen. It's just. Allen has been, they've been around the league the same amount of time. I want to know who his agent is. I just want to talk to the guy. Yeah. Like, why would you let your client sign with Buffalo when he could went to Tampa or he could have went to Dallas or he could have went to, hell, Seattle? Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, Houston. Yeah, There's okay. a lot of unknowns going around where you can be like, hey, listen, you might be able to slide in there. Here, that could have went to goddamn Miami. They don't trust Tua. Yeah, right. I mean, that could have been a QB competition right out the gate. I mean, true. I mean, there's no telling. It doesn't make any sense. But my only guess is uh, I know I'm a backup, so this is where I, I got think he could have. He could have like waited too, though. I you know. know. I don't know. I think he, he was so just, quick. He's probably like you said, itching to get out. Yeah. Probably like Buffalo waiting. I don't know. <laughs> hey man, I'm telling you right now, if you're basing your decision on that, I can get on board with it. He's <laughs> like, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna be the backup quarterback. I'm gonna eat a shit ton of Buffalo wings. Then you get I'm paid. Light, like, I'm gonna light a fucking table on fire. And I'm gonna jump through that bitch. Yeah. And he ended like making ten million too on that deal. Oh, uh, I think million. it's like two and a half. It's not much money. Ten million's a lot. Yeah, it's. I think. It's well, two. that's why I was like, well. Andy Dalton got 10. Yeah, but I, I thought the Buffalo paid. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Maybe no, I'll lose two and a half. So that, that whole situation is weird. Yeah. Uh, last team I want to talk about NFL, and I guess we'll get off the NFL. I mean, we, if you guys got anything, please spitfire it. Uh, with the Chargers situation, they got new leadership at the helm. 
Yeah. Herbert obviously is looks like he's the, the truth. Real deal, he's, yeah. yeah, he's coming in. He's gonna be slinging it. They may be a sleeper as far as a contender in the AFC coming up this year if, if Herbert can play because that defense is going to be there. They've got to re-sign Melvin Ingram unless yeah. Ingram doesn't want to come back. But if that's going to hurt if they don't get him. But that defense is always stout. It is, but they're, they're losing some key pieces. Casey Hayward's out. Melvin Ingram's out. <laughs> Rayshon Jenkins is out. Hunter Henry's out. I mean, yeah, they signed Gerald Everett to replace him, but Gerald Everett's not Hunter Henry. Yeah, and they also signed Jared Cook as a tight end, which is... Or maybe that's who they... Jared Cook, no. Yeah. Everett went somewhere else. Yeah, they signed... Which, Cook is a great tight end, has been for a long time. I would say great. He's he's a good tight end, he's but a he's... a steady good. guy. You know? Yes, exactly. He's You can put, pop him in there, yeah. and he's going to get you four or 500 receiving yeah. yards in here. So, uh, But I, I like Jacksonville... Or not Jacksonville. I like um, L.A. Chargers a lot because of their dynamic of young young gun letting him lead the show. That could be a team that could be a force here for the next few years if they can get the pieces around him. But I have a feeling, my opinion, where I'm going with this is I think that's going to be a situation where we're seeing like with the Raiders right now or with Seattle or other places where they're not building a good enough offensive line to protect the goods. Kind of like got, like Cincinnati. They signed Corey Lindsley though. A good, the best center on the market well, out of Green Bay. So that's a start. I know they let Trey Turner walk. And that hurts. But it, it, it does hurt. But, like, they're, they're still got, I mean, they're not completely being a wash on the offensive line. So we'll see. Uh, the Chargers have always been a team that's been on a break. Every year you're talking about the Chargers. Yeah. And this could be, this team could be pretty good. And for whatever reason, they're just not. They, not that they're not good. They just don't make it the last few years. Yeah, but it'll help them make uh, with the the change at the helm of head coach. I agree. Different leadership. Yeah. I think they got stagnant as far as on the defense side of the football. They weren't really progressing. They were yeah, right. stuck. Yeah. And that defense is one where you've got to be creative, especially when you have a Bosa or an Ingram. You've got to be creative with those two because they can create havoc and oh, they can sure. get you the ball back in a big way. And with you having James on the backside, Making yeah. big plays. That's just that there's too much. That's another big key. If you can get him for a full year, then yeah, that's that would be huge. It's, it just sucks to see a guy like Derwin James, as good as he is, just hit by the injury bug early in his career so hard. Because dude's a stud when he's out there. Just, I mean, and that's that's really been the story of the Chargers. Why they haven't been over the top. You get a stud tight end, tears his ACL. Keenan Allen's about to be all pro wide receiver, tears his shit. Everybody just gets hurt for that fucking it's ACLs. Team. Knees. No. They do some of the knees. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The knees just seem to buckle. Right now. Yeah. So I don't get it. So you guys got anything else you want to talk about the NFL? Oh, I mean, I, I think the the Chiefs they did they did some solid moves getting a Kyle Long at right guard, uh, getting a Joe. Tooney out of the New England Patriots paid him mm-hmm. good money to shore up the two guard spots. Eighty-five mil. They're bringing back. They brought back Mike Rimmers, who didn't play well at left tackle at all in the Super Bowl, but was he's, he's a, a right solid tackle. option. Not a, in the Super Bowl, he played left. Tackle. No, I mean, he's a good option right yeah, tackle. So yeah, he's he's not a bad right tackle. He's a good solid backup. He can play all the positions. Good yeah. swing guy. So getting him back is pretty good. I mean, bringing Daryl Williams back. Uh, there's just really doing the small little tweaks to the team, bringing some of these, you know, key role players back. 
So that I think Kansas City did all right. Obviously, everybody wanted them to make a big splash with all the restructures and shit they did. But Denver made some moves too. They yeah. went and re-signed Simmons. They went and got Fuller. Uh, and Darby. And Darby. And then they've got Callahan coming back healthy. So that secondary looks like it's improved overnight for them. So with that team, if they get their pass rush and everything going and somehow figured out with Locke, they're a team that could be pretty scary too. But, hell, they've been talking about that for four or five years. Yeah. If you can get a quarterback, they would, that's a team that would be there, you know. Yeah, and I honestly don't – Denver, like, I don't think it really hurts them as much losing a Philip Lindsay because no. when you have a Melvin Gordon, he is a bell cow. And well, that's when he, he does his best work is when he's the number one guy. I think a lot of theirs is that they're very interested in trading back and getting maybe two picks yeah. and getting a guy like Hanache Harris. I think they're very high on Hanache. That's yeah. a guy that they foresee their scheme going with Melvin Gordon in year two to kind of pass the baton when he leaves and let him take the helm. So, you got anything with your, the Raiders and as far as statements, concerns, anything that you want to talk about? I think we – I like some of the moves we made. Like, I mean, we let Nelson Aguilar walk. He uh, got paid by the Patriots. Yeah. He picked up John Brown on a great deal. Yeah, he did. Um, I think there's similar receivers, um, speedy guys, except John Brown runs better routes and has better hands. Um, yeah, I like John Brown's game pro- I think he's a little bit older, but he's not – I don't think he's significantly older. No, but, he's a little bit older. Yeah, but. Um, but I think he's been a solid receiver in the league, um, showing big flashes. Um, I, I like the defensively the, what we've done on the line you know getting Solomon Thomas or getting mm-hmm. in, uh, Yannick Ngakwe or Quentin Jefferson I think that helps out a lot yeah. um, and then obviously you have Max Crosby on the other end Cleveland Farrell Maurice Hurst uh, Carl Massive is still on there but he'll probably end up being cut the depth you have on the defensive line and the, those names you just said makes them scary on paper, could, that's... Could, on that paper, could, it could be... I mean, if we, you know, take a step in the right direction, I think. I mean, it looks like it could be something. Linebackers, I think it's going to help. Like I said, the hiring of Gus Bradley, I think, is going to help out a lot. Yeah. Because Paul Gunther had us where I don't think anybody had any idea what they were doing. LaMarcus Joyner left. He's gone. Yeah. But... He's going to go play safety where he should have been playing, yeah. not in the slot. And Paul Gunther decided, hey, we're going to keep him in the slot. Yeah. Um, doesn't make any sense. Uh, you signed him. When you, when you brought him over from the Rams, he's playing safety, all pro safety. And you bring him to Paul Gunther, and now he looks like yeah, If we know how to ruin somebody, just put him with Gunther for yeah, a while. Yeah, and it's just crazy. And I, I believe Trayvon Mullen's going to be a top corner in this league. Oh, I agree. Um, I love young, it. I like the promise. Damon Arnett showed flashes. I mean, it's his rookie on, season. I'm not big on him. He showed flashes. He would just could not stay healthy all year. Could not. Broke his hand. Came back from his hand. Uh, broke his thumb on the same hand. Came back. Got a concussion. Like jam just, with another hand. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. He just. Um, I did like the way he. I like the way Arnett plays. He'll come up and tackle. Yeah, he's a he's a solid tackler. Yeah, for I, I just, yeah. I'm not big. On his coverage secondary, he, he gets beat quite a bit on the the second level and off of tree the route tree of 
scoring posts, corners, everything. Yeah, I'm like not that. saying he's he's still young. But yeah, no, you're right. You know, he's promise. Like he said, potential. So yeah, I can't I, I really like uh, the Kenyon. I like Kenyon Drake signing yeah. by the Raiders. I was. I'm a fan of that signing too. You. I mean, you're giving thunder and lightning. Yeah. But thunder also's got some yeah. crazy speed too. Oh, yeah. I mean. Josh so, I mean, can fly, so oh, but yeah. you got to get him some rest uh-huh. and getting a guy like Kenyon who can yeah, get you. Yeah, because Josh has shown like he can be, you know, your number one guy, but he's got to get some breaks because he's gotten hurt, you know. Yes. And you know, in if you can keep that off him, maybe he can play forever. You know, play more reps or you know. Take... Uh, Kenyon is way better out of the backfield than Jacobs is. He can catch and move. Jacobs isn't bad at it, but he's just not. That's not his he's, top no, skill. No, he's still developing at that, and I right. think he could be great at it. But he's no, just I agree. Not, I think yeah. he can be. I think he's uh, just, that's just game. not he, – what, he didn't do that at Alabama. He was – Right, and there's no yeah. reason you Well, he did catch the ball a lot at Alabama out of the backfield, and I think that he hasn't had the opportunity to do that in Oakland. I think Josh is probably just probably one of the most elite total running backs no, I like, there, there I like is. him a lot. And I, he just hasn't had a good situation, honestly. To show all uh, every tool he's got in that in no. the box, because and I think a part of the reason is because we did bring in like you know we had a Jalen Rashard, which is he's still on it. We just signed Theo Riddick. Well. So Jalen Rashard is probably being cut. Devontae Booker went into uh, the Giants. Yeah. So uh, signing Theo Riddick, I mean, would make sense to me. If you didn't sign Kenyon Drake. Three years ago, it would make sense to yeah. sign Theo Riddick. Not now. Theo Riddick is your... Was, we, we signed him for cheap 50K right. guaranteed. Yeah, it's like, I mean, because when, when Denver first signed him, like, oh, fuck. Because he, uh, a couple years ago when he was free, you're like, man, that is the best third down running back. Yeah, when he came out of Detroit. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's not, when he was run doing his thing at Detroit, he was one of the best third down specialists that you would find at running he could, back position. He could one of the better route runners as a oh, running back absolutely. out there. Oh, yeah, and for sure. Great hands. But this past year, he spent most time on our practice squad. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? I, I think that means Jalen Richard's going to be uh, cut. And we just signed, gave him a contract two years ago. So, <laughs> um, Which he deserved. I thought he was one of the better scat backs. Oh, yeah. Um, because he's a scat back kid that could I don't, run between the tackles. Well, um, I, maybe I didn't watch the first, but I feel like you guys fell in love with Washington in moments when it was should have been Richard's time. Sometimes we did because Washington was solid. Um, DeAndre Washington was solid with us, um, and I think I don't know if it was because of our offensive line or something. I don't know, but because he went, what he went to the Chiefs. Yeah. And you guys didn't do anything with him, so yeah, I don't even think he. Yeah, he didn't even play. Squad. Yeah, exactly. Like he just disappeared. So, I think he had some bright moments with us. And Rashard was just Rashard's a good route runner. He's got good hands. Um, he can run between the tackles, but he's just not the. He's not really a. I don't think his vision's there. He's not a true running back or yeah. something like that. He's your scat back kind of guy. So I'm excited. I'm excited for football season. I'm, Obviously, speaking of things excited about transition here, this fucking March Madness oh, this yeah. weekend has been it's fucking been ridiculous. Everybody oh. picked Oral Roberts, right? You guys oh, yeah. that? God. That like, was a crazy game. Yeah. I watched that. North Texas beating Purdue last night. Hey, I picked that one. Hey. The mean green. The mean green. <laughs> Tell you right now, if you want to see a good upset, the, the team better be wearing green. Mm-hmm. 
Because what? We I, we were pulling for it earlier. We got OHO. OHO. Ohio. <laughs> Took out Virginia. Virginia's fucking in the tournament. You're like, we going all the way, baby. Or they get bounced in the first round. I'm telling you right now, you got money on them. It's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. It's like, if we get past the first... Okay, we're making a run, and if we don't get past, like, it's, yeah, it's it. It is what it is. Like, it's it's nuts. Uh, but this 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 whole tournament's weird. Like, it's everything's bubbled up. So you're literally just basketball, and basketball, yeah. no fans, right? The upsets would normally be very surprising when you have the entire fan base for an individual college. Like right now, we're watching Abilene Christian play Texas. Texas would probably have 90% of the fans yeah. in that building, which would give them all the momentum and everything. With the fans being out, now you got a team like Abilene Christian right now up 41-36 with 10 minutes to go. That's This is what you want to see in tournament time. This mm-hmm. is something that is so exciting because now that evens everything out. Well, now you're just playing ball. Now anything can happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and a majority of these first-round games outside of a handful of them have been close. Uh-huh. There's been a lot of buzzer be- not buzzer beaters, but down to the wire games. I mean, talk about Arkansas and Colgate. Colgate was up by 15 points at one point. Arkansas ended up winning by 10 to 15, yeah, but like still, 16, yeah. I mean, it was close for a large part of that game. You look at Creighton and Santa Barbara. I mean, one point. I think a lot of these teams, the good teams, show themselves at, yeah. throughout the game. When you're a good team, you're better than the team you're playing. That that separation is there. And then there's games like Virginia. We were talking about it, and, we're, and we were having a conversation. I said they're just cold. Like there's just yeah. they're not hitting a shot. Five points looks like 15 right now. They're not going to be able to do that. And yeah, they did hit a few shots down the stretch, but hell, they would have done it five minutes earlier than right. that, that game. They probably win the game. And that's the great thing about March Madness, which everybody's obsessed with is a 14, a 13, a hell of a 16. We've seen that. Well, 15 this year. Yeah, you just roll the ball out. Anything can happen. And that's yeah. so beautiful. Sports gamblers freaking hate it. We hate it if you're filling out a bracket to try to get Warren Buffett's yeah. billion, million dollars <laughs> yeah. or whatever. That broke your back. But as far as just being a sports fan, knowing that this wasn't playing last year and now you're able to watch it this yeah. year, is it that much more exciting? You're more in tune with games that – 10 o'clock at night that you would never know, watch like Just when we was watching the Virginia-Ohio game, getting into it. Like, oh, yeah, there it is. Hell, yeah. yeah. I don't give a shit. Don't like either one of these teams. This is fucking awesome, yeah. though. Yeah. Hey, who's that guy? I like that white boy with the hair. Vander Gap, whatever. Yeah, Go for went, it. Heck, off, yeah. Too, dude. He went off there for a minute. But Shoot them threes, baby. We want another Dougie Isn't big buckets. weird to you that in, the, in March time you're always pulling for the underdog? Oh yeah, always pulling for love. Them. That's what oh, you yeah. love about the like, tournament. You're only you're pulling for the underdog unless it's your team. Your team, yeah. <laughs> like when Ohio State got bounced the other day, I was happy. He's they're in my bracket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if Arkansas wants to to, right. to go to the Final Four, the, any aspirations of making any moves, get past Texas Tech tomorrow, then you're playing not Ohio State anymore. Right. You've got you, there's a different matchup you're going to see than you were predicting. Yeah. You know, three days ago. So yeah, any bracket like when, like you said, like in Arkansas, when you can get a higher seat, knocked out, you're like, hell yeah, they're knocked out before we even got to play them. Make it that much. I mean, obviously, it's not that much easier, but it is. I mean, there's a reason well, no, there's two a, and a fifteen. Yeah, but. there's the teams that go on runs, right? That are magical runs. But when you 
are playing teams that are upper echelon, like a Michigan, mm-hmm. like a, a Baylor or Illinois or Gonzaga or something like that, you're going to be able to compete for maybe the first 10, 15 minutes, hell, even maybe in the first half. But over the wear and tear of the last, you know, 80 minutes of those two games, 40 apiece, now you're in the nitty-gritty. It's the dog days where you're like, now it's just grit versus grit. And really, if you don't have depth, then talent just buries you oh, or yeah. breaks your back. You know what I mean? You can go on those, carry that momentum where you're going on basically off of just a drill and a magic for, you know, two, even maybe in three games, get the lead eight. Yeah. But usually the better team wins because you've – Given everything oh, yeah. you got, you're, you're because you don't, tank, so. yeah, you don't have those five four star guys oh, coming yeah. off the bench. I mean, <laughs> usually, like especially like Abilene Christian, like we're watching these guys, they probably go, they got like maybe four solid guys on their team. Oh and yeah, you, you they they rarely when they're playing a team like Texas, they're not going to empty out their bench. They're not going to be subbing as much as they used to. They're going to be putting, they're probably going to use a majority six, seven guys throughout the entire game because that's their six, seven best players. They can't afford to bring in all their backups at once no. like a Texas can. Yeah. A they can't of, do it. A lot of times like like we're talking about this game in like OHIO, right, and, and North Texas, that is your game. That is, you're bleeding everything into winning that game because mm-hmm. that's the biggest yep. win in program history. If you if you're able to succeed and pull it off, and then when you do, you're like, well, I'm on that highest of high. And now we got to go to another freaking top yeah, uh, and the, that's high why, major. Like, most D1 of the times you get team. these big ass upsets. It don't. It may last a couple rounds, but it rarely do you see one make it all the way. It's just it's it's so draining. Seen it, but what what we seen maybe in our lifetime maybe. Four or five times. Yeah, Butler what? did it twice. Uh, George BCU. Mason. George Mason did yeah, it. BCU went to, uh, I think Florida Gulf Coast had a decent run. Yeah, I think you're right. They did have something like that. There's, Loyola, Chicago. They went Chicago. to Elite Eight. Yeah. You know, they're, like, there's some teams that you're like, you pull for them because they're like, what if they do? And, like, we would, I'm sure you guys are in the same boat. When Butler went back-to-back years in that championship game, pulled from both years yeah. back-to-back. And that one shot Hayward shot from half court to <laughs> barely not beat Duke. Like, that thing was online. And it went in that, you're like, man, how sweet would that have been for Butler to, to pull that off, you know? Because yeah. those teams like Duke and everything, they have the ability to recruit whoever they want, the, the yeah. money, sustain something like that. But some of those guys, that's just a core group you brought in four years ago, three yeah. years ago, that are building that run. And it's special for the fan base, special for the program that you're not going to see again like the other. It's kind of, kind of crazy to think, too, though. You're talking about, you know, Duke and all the – talking about Blue Buds. We're going to go into <laughs> oh. round two. No North Carolina. <laughs> no Duke. No Kentucky. Yeah. Duke and Kentucky didn't even make the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy – like, I was thinking about this today. So, they were saying uh, the first time it was like 79 that – Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, um, I think it was one more. Michigan State? Uh, Kansas, and Kansas were all not going, uh, or Kansas still in it, but besides the other two, there was one of the four that have always made it to at least a Sweet 16, and Kansas could get dropped out, but before that, with Kansas being excluded, since 79, Duke and, yeah. uh, and, and North Carolina and uh, Kentucky one haven't been in yeah. the first round of a tournament. At, at, at the same time, so what's impressive? What I'm trying to get is Alabama wins the national championship, going through all the same thing, and they're a blue blood of football, 
Yeah. And that shows the greatness. But Coach K, Roy Williams, you know, Coach Cal, yeah. they're elite help. Krzyzewski's up there with Saban in basketball yeah. glory oh, yeah. being the For best sure. basketball mind in the history. And his team playing like they did this year is surprising, is it not? Like that – but that not just blow your mind to see at least Coach K. I could use, I could understand North Carolina and Kentucky because they've kind of sometimes yeah. are wishy washy. But Duke's always been yeah, just Duke, solid. And just Duke not making the tournament and for that even like it was just a weird year for Duke. It just was. I know they got hit hard with Corona and it it, it just it was a struggle for them. Just I mean just to not to see Duke in there. Coach K not in the tournament. You're just like the hell. Even if you would have made the tournament, yeah. I don't think they made the past no, first they, I mean, like, the last few games of the year where they had opportunities to get in, they, they still failed. It just wasn't – it was just a weird year for Duke. It's all you can chalk it so, up to. And I think with this, this year now, you're going to look at, like, recruiting in a different aspect. Maybe there's some teams like Texas Tech, Arkansas, um, maybe some mid-majors here, but, like, Texas and some other ones that are have yeah. been there. Or Baylor, you know, they've been there that maybe aren't sustained like the Dukes or don't have the names. Now they're probably going to get the bigger prospects coming in there that's going to elevate them. What's that going to do to the other Blue Bloods? Because now, you know, you're used to bringing in, like Kentucky's notorious for bringing like six or seven first-round draft picks in every recruiting class. Well, yeah, but now you got now we're watching the tournament, and now you're seeing an, an Iowa, an Illinois. Yeah. These teams that aren't normally your top-notch teams – they're one, two seeds, and they're they're still rolling. And they're, they're, build, they're rolling, and they're building something. Yeah. We got to go to Duke. We can go to Illinois, and they, look how good they are. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you a fun fact here. There, there's like 227 colleges that have won a first round now. I guess it might be more now, uh, but 227 last time I checked have, have won a first round game. You know, there's only one college that's never won a first round game in the NCAA tournament. You know who that is? Uh uh-uh. Nebraska. Wow. Really? Nebraska's never won a first round uh, NCAA tournament in their entire program history. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, come to think of it, when's the last time they've been in it? Hey, exactly. So maybe go to Nebraska. <laughs> uh, yeah. Somebody needs to build Nebraska back up. Those poor bastards. Football's yeah, down. That whole damn baseball damn team ain't great they, anymore. They, they used to be dominant in baseball. They used to be dominant in football. Basketball, obviously not. Um, I know they're pretty good in wrestling, too, up there, but... Maybe Nebraska needs to focus on basketball. Yeah, maybe. Something. Maybe something. Something's got to change. Yeah. You know, nothing's working right now. What do you think about Michigan State? Izzo almost got in a fight on his way <laughs> into the halftime the other night. You know, we're fighting. He wanted to I get don't, the dance. I don't, I don't read too much into that. That's a hard. That's a hard-nosed coach. Dude, that, that player looked like he was that about player. to square up with him, though. Oh. Hey, boy, whipped oh. back around. It's a heat of the moment kind of thing. I think that's just, I don't think there's really much you. No, I love Izzo's style, dude. Yeah. I've always loved Izzo's style. What do you tough to play for? Yeah, he's like a Bobby Knight type of guy. Yeah. You know, he's fiery, he's going to be in your face, but also he's going to love on you and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Behind they, the scenes. They're not going to show that. Though. No, they're not going to show gonna that. Show that, that but, but they were up 11, right? They were up 11 going to halftime, and he was chewing someone's ass out, and they lose. That's got to play a huge part. They're talking about Izzo needing to be yeah, him to retire. Yeah, that's. That's rough. I don't, I don't think that's rough. I don't, I don't play too much into that. It's a, I don't think that's a now now especially with like today's cancel culture. If you get into any kind of disagreement uh, with anybody or um, you know altercation about anything, then yeah, uh, 
you don't agree with me, get out of here. Yeah. You're gone. Imagine uh, like your our, your entire life like us. You want to coach. You want to help these young kids out now, but you couldn't do it the way you've always wanted to do it. Now you're doing it like walking on eggshells. Yeah. Trying to build something. There's no. I don't know how to put it. There's just no way of the way we were taught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even the way the people that taught us was taught before. To where if you try to transfer that into today, you're probably getting fired in a lawsuit put up oh, against probably, you. Probably, yeah. So, it's nuts. Uh, Bracket-wise, you guys got busted, but do you guys have one team that you really, really like watching or one team that you guys think that might be a, the heavy favorite coming in out of the first round? I mean... It's tough since it's a it was a sixteen and one, but Gonzaga just completely dis- they did what a sixteen is supposed to do to a one. Yeah, and that that puts a lot of confidence in them. I mean, Michigan did the same thing. Uh, I I really like them too. Illinois looked really good. Uh, I really like I mean Arkansas. I, I like um, there's I mean Iowa. I like some of these teams that they look really good. I like the teams that were in close games. I mean, because that helps a lot. It you you didn't get a like an Oklahoma playing Mizzou tight down to the wire. That they're in it now. They didn't just like oh, Gonzaga yeah. was probably sleepwalking the last ten minutes oh, of that yeah. game. A lot of fresh. Oklahoma wasn't. Oklahoma's already in it. They were got in their big battle. Now they're ready to go. Uh, Colorado really impl- impressed me. Uh, Georgetown was one of the big, your 12-5. Everyone was on the 12-5. They won their conference. They were on fire. And then Colorado just said, yeah, fuck you. Where Colorado, your Georgetown were better. I think the Uh, second round matchups may be the best games of the tournament. Yeah. You start, you know, thinning out people, you know. Mm -hmm. You start getting into, okay, people you really want to be here, you know. And then obviously when you get to your, you know, Sweet 16s, lead 8s, and stuff like that. That's where the big dogs come to play. But. And, I, and I think, hell, the Sweet 16 could be a, a round where there's going to be a lot of blowouts. I don't know. But I think, like, the the second round, there's still going to be, like, some chippy guys. There's going to be, like, yeah. in Ohio, there's going to be uh-huh. some other guys. North Texas that's going to come out just throwing big haymakers out right out of the gate. Get a team like Arkansas, Texas Tech, they're going to be dogfighting to the end, in my belief, because they're both very highly prolific in scoring. Both play great defense, so you're gonna have a dog fight right there. That's gonna help you later down in the tournament. But well, I could I could see how you, you could say there could be some blows because, like I said, these higher seeded teams that upsetted, they're gonna want to come out and, like I said, throw a big shot, try to get out, try to prove they belong, and that could either work to where they start out on fire yeah, and then like last, or you start out and you're like, oh shit, we ain't got it, let's go to the house. Yeah, and a team like Ohio yeah. or something is sitting there. Taking advantage of that, you know, taking that the adrenaline, that that, that mm-hmm. high that they're on, and continue to move on. Mm-hmm. So I said that second round, that thirty-two round is going to be, oh, it'll, yeah. it'll be a lot of fun. I can't. I became fans of uh, that Oral Roberts team. Hey, yeah, that Max Apness. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I may be butchering it, but a kid can ball. He's fast. He can shoot. Gets to the hole, and their center. Uh, I forgot his first name, but I think it's. Uh, O'Banner is his last name. He's a solid, tough kid up there. He was, I mean... They played people. good ball. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't one where you're saying, uh, like we were just talking about with uh, 
Ohio. Ohio, where just Virginia went went cold, and they just that you know they took advantage of. Mm-hmm. Oral Roberts played Ohio State tough. The, no, from, and from like off yeah, the usually tip. when you get like a mid major like that, you just like man, they're overmatched. The size difference, uh-huh. the everything. You like they, you you just tell it's like varsity versus JV and. Will Roberts wasn't that wasn't the case. No, no. They at looked all. like oh, that's a legit team. Yes. Yeah. They were going blow for blow. I mean, running. Yeah. They just wanted you could tell. I even tweeted about it. I was like, they wanted it more. They yeah. could, you could tell. They were just they weren't gonna They weren't intimidated. No. Nope. They got hit they the mouth and come back it. at them. I mean No, you got and you gotta love games in the especially the tournament going to overtime. Oh yeah. Like what the that's like that is the most beautiful thing there is right now. You're like but you that tournament and overtime. But that, yeah. but that, like to get Oral Roberts taking Ohio State to overtime and then winning overtime because usually overtime yeah, yeah. is where it just that the better talent just yeah, takes. You over. And that's the thing you thought was going to happen. Yeah. When in overtime, Ohio State started pulling away. Oral Roberts came back. Yeah. That that, that great <laughs> that fight they did. They have no quit in that program. They're, I don't know who their head coach is, but he's done a very good job of coaching those guys. Yeah, and, I'm not sure either. And that team, hell, if you knock a two off, okay, they might make a run at it. If they play like that basketball team that we just saw, they might make it to a Sweet 16 or Elite 8 and see a number one. And they might, they're not going to be scared no, of a number I mean, one. Honestly, yeah, the, when you're a 15, you beat a two. That's. You're on that your bracket. Harder, that's your hardest game until you get to the final <laughs> yeah. four. Yeah. That, that'll that's be your uh, hardest game. The, that or lead eight when they fight, face a one or whoever uh, it is. They were talking about it like how well conditioned they were because that Max Abemus kid played 48 minutes. Well, when you, you got it, I think they said, you, uh, this is your time. You played for 47 minutes and 35 seconds. And he's like, yeah. He didn't even look, he's breathing hard. He's like, uh, we had a couple back-to-backs. I played 45, 47, 46, you know, during the season. I feel like that those helped me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> when you know you have no depth and that is your dog right there, yeah. you're like, all right, bud, see you at the end of the game. Yeah. Like, we'll see you halftime, then I'll see you at the end of the game. It's going to be two breaks today. You're like, okay, coach, I'm ready to go. Like, those poor bastards were on the track team. They were all there was running. Yeah. They didn't even practice shooting the ball. They just kept going. This they, kid was, I mean, it was, a, I mean, amazing to watch. But, I mean, I like March Madness. And yeah. I haven't paid attention nearly as much as I usually do this year because, I, I don't know, it's been a crazy past year not having it. And, no, I know. You know. So, I mean, I never, I just didn't get into it as much as normally. I'm all about it, but. Now that I've been watching it, I'm starting to get my itch back. Could you imagine the the sports betters right now? <laughs> like, okay, I had a parlay. I just paid, I like ten thousand dollar parlay. Got Ohio State. I got all like like. Could you imagine ten, someone you talk about sports? How pissed someone is right now? I bet there's someone out there that had a parlay that hit on all of them. Oh, VCU's out due to COVID. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> god damn! There's got I don't. There has they, to be they just something. Refund, and you're like, I don't want a refund. Pay me out of those nine. Yeah. Pay me out yep. of those nine. Yeah, give me the seventeen instead of the eighteen. I want the seventeen parlay because this is bullshit. I did. They didn't lose. They just got COVID. <laughs> like that would Matt, that would be some shit. But the there's big money right now. All this huge money. I something like you. Obviously, if you're doing a bracket and somebody picked uh, Oral Roberts, because somebody had a perfect bracket for a while, right. somebody picked like Oral Roberts, if somebody did that parlay, 
Yeah. With the, like, holy smoke, somebody got made some big cash. Yeah, And then sure. some poor bastard lost a lot of money. They did, yeah. Like, Pat McAfee probably lost a lot of money. Actually, <laughs> I know Pat. I know Pat lost a lot Actually, of money. Actually, I think Pat bet on Ohio. Yeah, he was, he, I know yeah. he was tweeting a lot about Ohio, so I know that's one of the big ones he was hammering on, and obviously he's a big West Virginia guy, so he's happy hey, with West Virginia. West Virginia, winning. that team is stout. Yeah. They're going to be a problem in the tournament. Yeah. Because they play damn good defense, and they can score with the best of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, good old Bobby Huggins. Damn fucking Bobby. He's a hard nosed son of a gun, too. Yeah. You don't mess around. Who, who you guys got? So, after first week, who you guys got in the final four now? Has it changed? Obviously, Chad's has. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chad had Ohio State all the way in the championship game. Yeah. Uh, you you want to renege on that, or you, <laughs> you think they're going to come back on it? Um. I had what, what I think I had what Iowa and Ohio State playing. Yeah. Uh, Iowa won today. It wasn't a crazy victory, but you know they won. They looked all right from what we watched. Um, that kid, uh, what's his name? Gar- Garza. Luka Garza. Yeah, kid can ball. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I'm gonna go with you know the Cinderellas. I want to see Oral Roberts in there. Uh-huh. And, you know, when they play again, they might lose by 50. <laughs> they're playing, uh, uh, who are they playing? Shit. I think they're playing. they got to play playing uh, either. They'll be a, playing an eight or a six. nine seed. So they're probably playing Maryland. Well, oh. they might be playing Oregon. I can't remember. I don't, I can't remember the brackets off yeah. the top of my head. But. Because you go from 15, you'll play a, uh, an 8 or a 9, I think. So. I'm not sure, but I just want to see it happen because who doesn't yeah, like a good I, Cinderella story? I still like Michigan. Michigan's been a, a favorite of mine from oh, the beginning. Oh, they play Florida. So, okay, yeah, Florida. They can win that. That's winnable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's I, go. I, that's I do remember they were like, Florida's going to have their hands. Finished. Yeah. I got Arkansas. We're going to get off here real quick because this game we're watching is getting down in the nitty-gritty. Thanks for listening to us, guys. Have a good weekend. Stay tuned for when we get back on here at the Backdoor Sports Show. Good night. Peace.